The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. In the game of basketball, stars are made. But how do they get to that point? How has the game changed them? And what are they doing today? Welcome to Rebound Radio with your host, Matt Fish of Rebound Magazine. Each week, Matt goes one-on-one with some of the legends of basketball, finds out their inside story, and uncovers stories you've got to hear to believe. Now, here's Matt Fish. (laughs) Welcome to Rebound Radio. Alex Clancy, Matt Fish in studio. That email address is incorrect on the promo. If you want to email Matt Fish, it is mattfish at reboundmagazine.com, not Mm reboundradio.com. We have... A lot to talk about. We're going to be National Basketball Retired Players Association and Rebound Magazine heavy today. We will touch on NBA free agency and the ridiculous regurgitation of money that has uh, that has come upon us in the last better part of a week. Uh, not even a week, and it's been over a billion, I think $2 billion with the money given out. Um, we'll talk about that. But first, let's get right to it. Um, again, Alex Clancy, Matt Fish in studio. Follow Matt Fish on Twitter at Rebound Talk. Follow me at Clancy's Corner. Check out voiceamerica.tv. It's a great platform for streaming video. Check out the Rebound channel. You get to see Matt interviewing a many past uh, NBA players and executives, a lot of great stuff. And let's just start off right off the bat, July 17th, 18th, and 19th, the NBA Legends Conference in Las Vegas at Mandalay Bay. We had a meeting yesterday. We will both be out there, so feel free to come out there. And we have a lot of great stuff that we will be doing there, and I'm going to let Matt take it away. How are you doing, Alex? I'm good. Good, good. Well, thanks. Yeah, we're all getting excited about the uh, conference coming up. As he said, as Alex said, uh, Sunday, uh, July 17th, Monday the 18th, Tuesday the 19th. Uh, It's going to be fun. You know, all the guys, they have record numbers, I've heard, uh, that are going to be out there. Uh, It's going to be exciting. I like tying it in with the summer league that's going to be going on as well that starts tomorrow for 10 days. We're getting into the very end of it where we get to see the playoffs. So we'll we'll get to see these guys really competing hard to see who's going to be the champion of the Vegas summer league. But as we're up there, we have a chance to talk to one another, fraternize, learn a little bit more about what opportunities are out there as a former professional athlete. And I'll give you some examples. We just received the schedule of events, so I'm going to run over some of the stuff that they are going to have some breakout sessions for us. One of them is branding your likeness. I thought that's interesting. I've seen some of that before. We're all a brand. You're your own brand. Another is like life phases. Are you ready? An interactive approach for retired players. That should be interesting. Career opportunities. Wellness and nutrition. Strength. I need that one. <laughs> strengthening your marriage. Life phases. Are you ready? You know, I like the developing, expanding brand, uh, board options in your career. Uh, building a career in broadcasting is a good one. And we're going to have Stephen Bardo, who's a big uh, – I played ball with Stephen. He played at University of Illinois. He's an ESPN analyst. So Stephen Bardo, he's on the Big Ten Network as well. We're going to have a producer, Quentin Carter and Lamont Mims, as long, along with um, Bardo. 
There's also going to be basketball training opportunities with Ultimate Hoops. That'll be former NBA player John Thompson, JT, we call him. Uh, time to get checked. There's going to be a Black Health TV with Dr. Corey Herbert, or Hebert. So he's been around quite a bit. He's very, very outgoing, outspoken, and talks about the variety of different health issues that uh, African-Americans uh, tend to face more than Caucasians. So I find it interesting since the majority of, 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 of are African-American. Uh, paid professional speaking with Thurl Bailey, Stephen Bardo, and Mark Eaton. So Mark Eaton, if you go 7foot4.com, you'll see Mark Eaton, <laughs> and that's actually it, 7foot4.com. You can see how he goes around and is a professional speaker, and he's very uh, well-spoken. He can go out into the, the – the words that he uses are so concise. You should hear Mark speak sometime. So Thurl's a very good speaker as well. Thurl Bailey is the um, um, head – the board, the top guy, the chairman of the board. There he is. There it is. The chairman of the board of the NBRPA. He's going to be there as well. Thurl has this really low voice, and everyone always talks him into singing the national anthem. <laughs> so we'll see if we can talk him in and do that by kicking off the conference. Uh, there's also one called the Playbook for Networking. Uh, Chastity Melvin and D. Melvin are going to be running that. I'm not exactly sure what to expect for that one, but I know that all the others I'm looking forward to. We get to pick and choose which ones we go to. Um, I wish I could go to all of them, but I will certainly pick out the ones that make the most sense to me and uh, learn as I'm there and learn from others around me. And so that's exactly what we're doing. We're just basically having that fraternizing opportunity, going around to these different breakout sessions and learning what can be made available to you as a former professional athlete and help you in the phases of life, uh, transitioning from the days of play until the days after. Yeah, not to make this a joke, and that's great. And please... Um, is there a website people can look at to see the upcoming events for the NBRPA? Yes, if you go to legendsofbasketball.com, you'll be able to see some of the up and coming. Uh, you just get on the Legends World Sports Conference, and it'll talk all about what to expect uh, in tandem with the Summer League that's going on up in Vegas. 888 346 9144. Call us if you have any questions uh, in regards to the NBRPA Rebound Magazine or anything basketball. If you want to ask Matt Fish anything, we will be here for the next 56 minutes or so. Um, it's funny, and this is not a joke, but before I was introduced to adulthood and introduced to thinking about other people aside from myself, especially people that have played an NBA and played a professional sport, for those of you that don't know what the NBRPA does, the, every conference isn't just older guys getting up and playing pickup basketball together. You know, this isn't like a station thing where it's people that leave basketball have real lives also. Like people, just because you see them on TV and they, you know, prolific at their sport for a certain amount of years, doesn't mean that that's what they do for the rest of their lives. And this is an eye-opening thing. It was to me not that black and white, obviously, but learning more and more every week about this and doing my own research and especially getting ready for this trip, you understand that these are real people. And it sounds so stupid to say. I mean, I apologize if you take that the wrong way, <laughs> but but you understand what I'm saying? That it's people. People are so accustomed to watching these guys on TV for the last 30 years, on and off, you know, depending on when they played. Mm -hmm. And you don't, you don't really think about what they're doing afterwards unless you have a certain affinity for a specific team or specific players or whatnot. Now, this is when real life comes into play, and this is what the NBRPA is all about. So when you have marriage counseling and you have what to do with your, what to do with your uh, career that you choose, there is one for broadcasting. If you want to get into broadcasting, there's yeah. a seminar for that. Mm -hmm. It's very interesting the topics that are chosen 
uh, at these conferences. And I looked at other conferences, and I looked at this one, and the it's so dynamic, yeah. and it's there's no real pigeonholing with regards. Just these guys just happen to play in the NBA at one time or overseas or in the ABA. It has nothing to do with what they're doing now. And these are the things, and they're crossing it above the whole, uh, across the whole spectrum. And it's great. It pretty much touches on all points that would allow you to better your life every year after basketball's done. What I like, too, about the legends of basketball, and, and you know, here I become a member, and I'm like, I'm no legend, you know. I, but you go there, and everyone really, you know, some of those do have bigger names than others, but it really doesn't matter. These people go through their lives. They, they, we all fought to get to the top. We all made it to the top, or else you couldn't be a member of the NBRPA. But beyond that, we make a difference in the communities everywhere we go. So when we go up there to uh, Las Vegas, guaranteed we're going to be out in the community. We're going to go to hospitals. We're going to put on camps and clinics to help make a difference, to share life skills. Not only do we get for ourselves trying to figure it out, but we're giving back to the community everywhere we go. So it's a nonprofit organization, one that finds a way to give back to the community in a variety of different ways. And let me expound on that. Just today, there was a whole bunch of emails that was flying around. How can we make a difference with all these black-on-black killings, all these shootings? that's going on between the police and so like everyone was weighing in today I was sitting here kind of getting like fed up because of all the emails I came in but as I read about them they were so passionate and how can we make a difference and everyone was talking about this is how and this is how and they all had opinions so it all came down to this well, let's discuss this when we get up to Vegas because we have a platform where we can make a difference, and we're going to do just that. We're going to make that difference. So let's go to Vegas and discuss how that difference is going to be made. Yeah, and that's great. And I'm sure that will be not not a focal point because it doesn't it, – it, it'll, it'll be an addition to all of the other learning th- things that will be learned and taught as you go there. I'm sure it'll be a, um, a benign motif, so to speak, of the actual event itself. It's, and it's, that's – it is. It's a whirlwind. You're in and you're out in just a couple, three days. So you can't do it all. You right. do as much as you can, and you make sure that you can make a difference like you can. And if you do that, then uh, you've definitely had a good time in Vegas. Yeah, and, and there are a lot of um, a lot of players in the NBRPA that people, uh, the name recognition isn't there. You know, you, unless you have conversation with them or look them up, you don't really necessarily know by the name. Yeah. They played in the NBA or ABA or for the home Harlem Globetrotters, WNBA, all the things that the NBRPA uh, uh, covers, but when it comes down to it, there are guys there that want to make a difference in their lives and others, as you said, and like you did a camp with Nick Shepard, who played with the Lakers and the Suns. Yeah. What was this, uh, three weeks ago now? Yeah, it's been three And it's, it's not so much, oh, I went to this person's camp. It's, I went to a camp that taught me skills in life and on the basketball court, and it was with guys that have lived it. Yeah. You know, lived it on the biggest stage. So name recognition isn't really that big of a deal in the NBRPA, which is one of the best parts about it. It's you played in the NBA, you're part of the brotherhood forever, and this is what we can do to help. Yeah, we had Carolyn Moose out there too, and, and she's a WNBA. Maybe you wouldn't know that name, but uh, at 6'5", she walks in the room and you're like, you played somewhere, didn't yeah. you? You know, she's an athlete, and she talked about nutrition because she got her degree at Stanford in nutrition and so forth. She's up for uh, the board of directors, so she's actually applying for a position, and that's we're going to vote for it up there. She would be a great addition. You know, so there's another person that was out helping. That's another example. You might not know who she is. Well, people get forgotten. As soon as you're done playing, they're just your, your, your wheels 
heels have been kicked and you're, you're, you know, you're no longer valuable according to some people. But you really know that your whole effort has gone towards basketball. And so you've had opportunity costs along the way. You could have pursued a different career somewhere else. But no, basketball is what was your dream or what it is that you wanted to make mm-hmm. so successful. So you, by reaching that pinnacle, you know, ha- have done and ha- have done what you've really set out to do. But then it all stops, and a career can be as close as an injury away, and, and it's got to be realized. And I didn't, you know, I was out for playing from done playing for a couple of years, still trying to decide whether or not I was am I retired or not. And and uh, I guess I guess I am, but you know, here I am knowing that yeah, now you go so far out of playing, and you're like yeah, I'm, tr- I'm truly retired, but still, what's next? So you're always searching, searching because in the real world, it doesn't matter. No one cares that you can go out and slam dunk the ball or set a hard pick. You know, they worry about other things. As a matter of fact, you might get thrown in jail. You go out and set a hard pick. <laughs> so it's a different thing. You can go out and physically, you know, get some of your emotions taken out on the basketball court. You can't do that in the boardroom. You know, so it's whole trying to learn the business of life after basketball's done. Well, and it seems like one of the first tiers of that, and I'm sure that, and, and this is not putting words in anybody's mouth, this, I would suspect that the first tier is depression and withdrawal and lack of self-worth to a certain degree because you had a basketball in your hand. Well, for you, it was what, sophomore year of high school? Yeah. What, what did you start? Yeah, I was uh, really, I went out my senior year. Senior of high school. Yeah, my junior year, I didn't play on the varsity team. Uh, so it's interesting to, you know, get such a late start but still have a career like I did. I, I played 10 years pro ball, yeah. just, just over, and was really proud of the opportunity to do what I did. And then when you're done, you're done. And now what? So I, I went back and got a master's in business. I got a master's in education. education. So right. education is very important. Yeah. You know, but now what do you do with that? I'm looking to make a difference. And that's how. How do I make a difference? You know, I, I've taught. I've taught special education. You know, I, I did very well on that. And that's a life skills. So you teach these life skills skills to my special education students, but not only do those special education students need to know how to budget, need to know how things work, the washer and the dryer, need to know all these things for getting ready for life after, but everybody at that high school, everybody at that elementary school needs that education as well. Besides that, everybody in this world, former NBA players need to understand financial literacy. So I'm really, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in getting behind the financial literacy cause, and I have been for some time, so I'll continue to do so. Uh, but life skills to me uh, make sense as I taught it at the elementary school, at the high school level for special ed. It makes sense to teaching these guys changing you know, lives from the days of playing until the days after because it's different. No one cares. You walk in, man, you're tall. You know, but if there's somebody walking five, five feet in front of you or five minutes before you and someone's saying, God, there's Matt Fish who got drafted to the Golden State Warriors. He played for the New York Knicks and Miami Heat. He backed up to Kemi Matumbo, Alonzo Mourning, Patrick Ewing. And then I walk in the room. They're like, that's Matt Fish. But if I'd have walked in before anyone said anything, they'd have been, that guy's tall. I wonder yeah. if he played basketball. And you get forgotten so quickly that, you know, for me and rebound, I want to remind people that who these people are and who these people were and who these people are going to be. Yeah. You know, because it's always life-changing. Everything is, every stage in life. You know, so these guys that are now signing these great big contracts, I know we're going to get into some of these signed contracts with these 
It'll all be over. It'll all be, and the money's different now than it was then. So you go to my age, and I complain about, oh, we didn't get paid anything. We'll go 10 years before me. Go 10 years before me. These guys get, didn't get paid peanuts. It's fun to hear their stories. So when I interview these guys, they tell me about, well, yeah, we traveled like this or traveled like that, and it's totally different from what people think it might be. Well, sure, it's evolved. Everything's evolved. The game's evolved. The money's evolved. The travel's evolved. The uniform's evolved. The scheduling, everything. There are sleeves on jerseys now. <laughs> I mean, we've evolved. <laughs> we went from booty shorts to all the <laughs> way past the knees. Oh, well, you could thank you could thank the uh, Fab Five for that. <laughs> um, so, first of all, Matt Fish, Alex Clancy in studio, Rebound Radio, Voice America Radio. Uh, follow Matt on Twitter at Rebound Talk. He's a great follow. Add uh, or like NBA Legends on Facebook. There is a wealth of knowledge on many different platforms now, so uh, it's not difficult to find what you were looking for with regards to anything NBRPA and Rebound Magazine. Got a couple minutes left. Um, Matt's diatribe really holds true. It's uh, You're done with basketball. Uh, he went and got two masters. Uh, where'd you, did you go to, back to UNC Wilmington? You know, I got my degree in communications at Wilmington, and then after I was done playing, I was over here assistant coaching at Mountain Point High School, which mm-hmm. is in Ahwatukee, still in Phoenix area, but here in the Valley of the Sun. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I helped coach there while I was coaching there, just volunteering. Uh, one of the coaches or one of the players' fathers worked for University of Phoenix. Well, not only did he work for him, but he owned was one of the original owners oh. of the University of Phoenix. So I, you know, kind of begged him and, uh, hey man, what can I do? You know, and, and I've always wanted to further my education. Mm-hmm. So he assisted me uh, getting enrolled at the University of Phoenix. And so at the same time, I took on both a master's in business and a master's in education. And within two and a half years, you know, wrapped up the two master's degrees and and really felt good about being able to accomplish something in such a short amount of time. But now you got your education. Oh my, the pressure's on. You sure. know what I mean? <laughs> Here comes the pressure. Sure. Right. So I went back and did some special ed, got a degree in special ed too. So now I've got two bachelors and two masters. Again, the pressure's on. I got to make it work now. But educating yourself is certainly a major part of, of the transition, and, and it can't hurt to be educated. We are not ta- we are not done talking about this. We got to take a break. On the other side, we'll continue the, about the NBRPA and Rebound Magazine, the event July seventeenth through nineteenth, Sunday through Tuesday, Mandalay Bay Hotel, and whatever uh, small city, whatever they want to call those hotels now in <laughs> Vegas. 888-346-9144, Matt Fish, Alex Clancy in studio. Midway through the second segment and on to the third, we will talk NBA free agency. I know it's been talked at nauseum, but it's our turn now. We'll be right back. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter. Formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams, Kwame's got the experience. So he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. Get ready for an unpredictable, fun, and sometimes sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. 
Check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Hosts J.D. Harris and Ray Austin are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the man cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. You're listening to Rebound Radio with Matt Fish. Call into the show today at 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. You can also drop an email to mattfish at reboundradio.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the show. We are NBRPA and Rebound Magazine heavy today, as well it should be. And in the next couple weeks, that's all we'll be talking about, getting guests every week. Um, this is going to be a great moniker for this show, uh, let alone Rebound Magazine as a whole. Matt Fish, the Phoenix Chapter President of the National Basketball Retired Players Association, the founder of Rebound Magazine. Um, he does a lot of great things in the community, and um, I promise I'm going to stop slurping in a second, but he's done a, lot, he's done a lot of great things, and this is just the, the jumping-off point. So you'll hear a lot more from him in the upcoming weeks, months, and years, and I'm glad to be a- along the ride with him. So um, we're talking NBRPA right now. S- July 17th through 19th, Mandalay Bay Hotel in Vegas, the NBA Legends Conference. There will be several jam-packed days, or two jam-packed days, of events um, from marriage counseling to how to make it in broadcasting, which is just uh, a parallel to what we're talking about here. That's totally uh, coincidental. Um, just things in general, how to get your life on track after you leave the NBA. And that's not to say that everybody going to this contract, uh, uh, this uh, conference is in need of these things. This is a brotherhood after all. This is not the NFL Alumni Association where they do it all through the media because it doesn't matter who knows about it except for the people that are close to it and people that, that, that want to take part in it. It's not just a media money grab. This is a true nonprofit organization. And the things that they're doing in the community, the things that they're doing for their former players, is uh, the foundation is growing stronger and stronger every day. And every year they have this conference, depending on whether it be Costa Rica or where else have you had it? Oh, we've had it um, a lot of different places. Cancun. Well, damn it. it. Why didn't I know you then? Can- Enough. <laughs> I don't even want to hear anything after Cancun. <laughs> so we're going, to the, we're, going to the <laughs> we're going to Vegas, and we will be setting up a Rebound radio booth. Yep. We'll have camera. We'll have microphones in front of us. If, if, uh, Bring you some video, too. So. We're going to get yeah. – v- Matt and I will be there. You will see my ugly mug and his <laughs> 611 pretty one out there. Yeah. We'll be wearing the garb. Uh, we'll be interviewing former players. Uh, th- it's going to be a great event. And, Matt, give me a recap one more time before we move on. You show up, 
at, what is it, 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock is a check-in? Yeah. Uh, you show up, they have heart screening exams right away the first day, which is great because of all those that have passed away recently at a young age. So it is physical, mental, yeah. emotional, mm-hmm. financial. It's, it covers all everything. It. Yeah, that's the idea is to cover the whole person, everything about you. So, yeah, you show up there on, uh, I'm going to go Saturday, but but a lot of those show up on Sunday. Uh, you just basically check in, you register, you sign up for the heart screening exams if you'd like to. You, you sign up for the give backs in the community. You make sure that you know when you're going over to the summer league games. You, you There's even a full court, the Spencer Haywood story. Uh, so they're going to have a private screening of Spencer Haywood's new movie that's coming out. Uh, there's going to be uh, a board of directors meeting. There will be, uh, there's even have a, le- a legends exercise hour. So if you want to get up at 630 in the morning, you want to go and exercise with the guys, you can, you can do that as well, or the girls. Um, let's see, Legends Lounge. So there's a lounge where you get to go in and meet all of the sponsors that are there, those that are assisting you, those that are looking to help you, those that will all be a part of the breakout sessions. And as I said earlier, there's a variety of breakout sessions. So you spend about an hour or so at each session. You get four different sessions, and you can pick and choose which session's yours. So really, it's two and a half or so days. There's a Legends Lunch. There's a Legends Brunch. There's a, you know what I mean? There's a, a welcoming. There's a going away breakfast. There's just a variety of really cool things that we get to participate in, and so do our co-hosts. I'm pumped. <laughs> you better not leave me out. You're in. I'm jumping on your back and going under your coat. <laughs> you're I'm in. getting into those damn meetings. So you're the point guard of some sort, I guess. Listen, you're dude, the one I, who I've, been known, to, I've been known to cross somebody up and Is hit the three right? ball one, day, one time. Absolutely. <laughs> I think I have the record for most threes in a game in my high school. If I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, <laughs> on the right? road against an all football team, Rio Hondo Prep. Listen, I was just draining three balls all day. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> anyways, um, enough about me. So, <laughs> so that's great. Check it out, July seventeenth through nineteenth. We're going to be plugging this on all social media outlets. This is my most fun part. Is going to be writing an ongoing blog for the two days. I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be watching a lot. I'm going to bring my personal recorder that I have, um, and I'm going to be getting as much content as possible. I'll kind of have the bird's eye. So you and I are going to have very different viewpoints, albeit some that will cross over. I'm going to have a very different viewpoint from you because I, I want to see for myself selfishly what the NBRPA is all about, and it's going to be, it's going to be very eye-opening. And I'm very excited for it. Well, you're I may see, never come back. You're going to see a lot of players uh, that you'll recognize that used to. That's play, fine. That's you know, but you know that's not what I'm about, right? I want to see. Yeah, that's fine. I'm not even going to see Mark Eaton's face from where I'm standing. <laughs> okay, I can barely even look at you at six eleven. Okay. Well, I feel at home being tall around <laughs> yeah. all this other guy. Oh hell yeah! I got to wear eight inch heels to even, you know, see chins. But uh, yeah, it's going to be great, and I'm really excited. And. Uh, I like to see you in action too, with all of your your networking group, and this is something that you help build. You're a, you're a chapter president. How many chapter presidents are there? Eleven. Eleven. Okay, so you're what nine percent of the people that are pseudo running this from different sectors in the United States. Yeah, it, it is an honor to be able to, to go out to the community and make the difference that you can and, and use former professional athletes to get behind uh, causes that make sense to get behind. And and so just make sure, you know, I'm just making sure that the difference is being made and we have, you know, we partnered with Valley of the Sun United Way. We, you know, breakfast in the classroom. We're, you know, we're feeding a, a, a classroom, uh, an entire school, an entire elementary school breakfast for the entire year. You know, we also do school readiness kits. So we, 
we, we, we partner with Valley of Sunday United way to do that as well. Destination graduation, we have Alvin Adams going in and mentoring students over at Central High School. to be, So the importance of graduating, he's in there twice a week. Could you imagine? In the ring of honor, I mean, he was your original foreman. He was your guy who would pop out and hit that shot. Or, you know, if they play out on him, he'd go past you and dunk on you. So, you know, for me, you know, he goes there, he goes, here I am, this old gray-headed guy who's like six, you know, seven or whatever he is. He goes, they don't want to listen to me. But when he starts talking about himself and about his knowledge, and, and, and he can, of course, wrap in this, this wonderful sport of, of pro basketball and right here in the Valley. And as part of the Ring of Honor, he, everyone listens to him. And so a true mentor, uh, it's a proven successful program, especially with Alvin at the helm, uh, bringing on this good cause of, hey, man, why should you graduate? It's important to graduate. So the destination is graduation. Do you think, and this is going to segue into our next topic, do you think that the money, let's take away this free agency period because this is gross. I mean, this is, this, yeah, it's, it's crazy. not, it, I'm not, I'm not ready yet. Um, yeah. I have a, I have a splash guard on my mic just in case I throw up. So, <laughs> so if you have the money that people have made, let's say through 2000, okay, mm-hmm. where the biggest contract, I think a year, I think Jordan got 30 in one year, mm-hmm. one of his last years, and and Shaq, or remember Garnett was the first one to make over a hundred yeah. in the late nine, and so that money, which is, which is, uh, which is, uh, I don't know, normal money comparatively speaking to what it is now. Okay, do you think that you'll ever get those guys ten years down the road that maybe were ill-equipped to spend to you know save that money when they were at a young age into the NBRPA, or do you think that? And this is speaking very candidly and very existentially. Do you think that money, that kind of money can solve issues that the people in the NBRPA are dealing with now? The money now is bigger than it's ever been. Yeah. Will it continue to grow? I guess so. I mean, it's continued to grow over the years. I know that this little batch of money that they're signing everybody has a lot to do with the TV rights, right? So the TV's are rights are so big. The revenue from the TV that they make is so big that it reflects. And also they have risen the cap, right? So the money is way uh, bigger than it was. I think that the more money you have, the more problems you might have, not to take something from Biggie, but <laughs> but, uh, but really, I mean, you, you have all this money and you have all these other issues and problems. So, so just different issues. Just different issues, but yeah. I mean, health is the same, and I mean, we're all people, regardless of how much money we make. I mean, you might treat your body differently if you have, you know, immeasurable amounts of money in your bank account, but I mean, with marriage... I mean, with these things, a lot of if you want to get into Broadway, I guess you could buy a damn radio station with that money. <laughs> right. But if you have like marriage issues and and health issues, a lot of these things are synonymous with what people in the NBA are dealing with now. So, I understand the problems are different, but they're still problems. Well, think of this: like, okay, you're playing ball and you have a certain relationship with your wife, and and you're traveling, and and suddenly you're home and you're there all the time. Mm-hmm. And there's other issues that come up. Well, sure. guess what? That's half your money if there's no prenup. So talk about really, hey man, you know, let's let's dial it back and, and make sure that you can make your wife, you know, happy or your husband happy if you're if you're a woman, and make sure that that relationship can go beyond just the days you play basketball. So that's why the marriage area is such a an area that they key on for the NBRPA because when you're done playing, even you as you go through your depression, it's almost like postpartum. You know, you go through that. You have to be there for your wife when she has her. Child 
child has postpartum, mm-hmm. they have to be there for you because you truly go through this tough, tough I believe transition. It. I it's believe tough, it. man. It really is. And again, you're like, am I really retired? Am I really retired? And then when you realize you are, well, the lights are out and the cheering has stopped. And, and so what do I do now? And so you're home all the time. And your wife's like, move. You know, and, and so you two start arguing about some things. And so that, that again, it, that's why you see a lot of divorces as soon as you're done playing basketball. There's a, lot, a ton of divorces. I, I don't know what the rate is, but uh, it's, it's high. And uh, so there's a variety of things that can get in the way. But to go back to your original question, more money may solve problems, but also may, you know, foster more problems. Perfect segue. I, I love the tone of your voice. That was just a perfect, let's just get into NBA free agency and how much money is getting thrown around. As of two days ago, according to the Chicago Tribune, $9,000 per second was spent by the NBA signing free agents. Over $2 billion. The winner of this free agency, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, was Mike Conley, five-year, 153 mil. Um, don't quote me on that, but... That's the first one that made me look in the mirror and be like, why do I like this sport? And there's a lot of conflicting uh, stances on what's going on right now. Okay? So, number one, make your money when you can. It's not their fault that the the, the, uh, NBA signed a $24 billion um, TV deal. Mm -hmm. Okay? It's not their fault. Uh, They play, they've played this game, a, a sport for their career. And they've made money, and they're going to make more money than than most people anyways. So this is just, it's not compounding the issue, it's sugarcoating it even more for them. It's giving them more money. And what people don't understand necessarily is that there is an NBA cap floor as well. Money that needs to be spent. Like, you can't just pay everybody a million dollars and then wait two years for free agency, and then give two guys 200 It's just not how it works. You need to spend a certain amount of money, too. Now, I understand that it's not necessarily a punishment, because if you don't hit the floor, that money just gets dispersed to other players that are already on your team. So you're not necessarily getting a tax, like if you go over like the luxury tax, but you still need to spend money. Right. And the collective bargaining agreement has never, in my lifetime, gone for the players. The players, especially in the NFL, because the NFL, it's like, hey, take it or leave it. Uh, the owner's like, listen, we have way more money than you. You're rich. We're wealthy. Right. So we can wait this out. We don't need a season. We're still going to be rich. Well, what would happen if all of the players just turned their phones off for a couple months? What if you didn't answer? What if you what just What if unicorns play basketball? <laughs> and I, I mean, know, I know. If what? you could just be quiet and not say anything, if you could sit in a suit just across the other across the table and not say anything at all and just 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 sit there and be quiet. I th- I think they'd be more nervous than if you were to come out and talk and say some things that no were shot. wrong. No shot. But there's no way they can keep their mouth shut. There's just uh, No, I don't know. No, I say no shot that they wouldn't say anything. I mean, let's not get off topic here, but this is a nice little aside that we can compare to the NBA. NBA is guaranteed. We all know that. NFL isn't. And this is going to be something that might change. In the next 20 years, I'm almost guaranteeing, because I am Nostradamus Jr., he's my uncle, hmm. that the, the NFL will have guaranteed contracts. <laughs> well, okay, and, so you think but, it's going to go that way and I not think, that the but I think NBA... The money, but I think they'll make less. Okay. I think the signing bonuses will, or the contracts will be for less money, because and there will st- it'll be at least partially guaranteed. You can't completely guarantee NFL contracts because too many people get hurt. So it, it's impossible to give a value to a player 
with the unknown factor that they might snap their knee on the next play or get knocked out and, and get a concussion or whatever and never be able to play again. Well, the NBA notoriously doesn't have the signing bonuses that the NFL has. Yeah, it's just signing the contract. That's your bonus. You're going to get paid unless you retire or unless you, you know, I, I don't know, kill, I don't know, do something bad outside the confines of the basketball court. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, let's talk about now. There's a lot of money thrown around. A lot of players are leaving the teams that we thought would stay, that they'd stay there forever. Okay, and Kevin Durant's been talked about, oh, for the last, whatever, 150 hours, and it's it's getting to the point where we don't really have a lot more to talk about. But there's one storyline that I focus upon in the last couple days, and there's two guys that I'm going to focus it on, Pat Riley and Sam Presti. Okay, Sam Presti is the GM of the Oklahoma City Thunder. He had his press conference yesterday when... Uh, when officially Kevin Durant was leaving, blah, 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 blah. Quote, I'd like to start off by saying, of course we're disappointed that Kevin Durant's tenure with the Thunder organization has come to a close. Mm-hmm. We'd all like to think that it can continue forward, but not the case. And then he goes on to say, I do think it's important to be very grateful and thankful, and I'd like to thank Kevin for not only what he did for the team in our organization on the floor, but also what he did for Oklahoma. Okay, I have two problems with this. One, it's not his fault that you moved from Seattle to Oklahoma City. Okay, this is a small city that had nothing going for it, uh, professionally wise in sports. Mm-hmm. Okay, number one. Number two, I'm sick and tired of all of these damn GMs and suits not saying what they really feel. Dude, you screwed us. Dude, you said the you, all of your mannerisms when you started here in a Sonics jersey has gotten greater when we got Durant or when we got Westbrook and when Harden left and you still stayed and you're an MVP and you lead the league in scoring. You never thought, we never thought you were going to leave because you never gave us the inclination that you were unhappy. Because he wasn't. Well, him and Russell Westbrook had their thing. Yeah. And that was like a, people equated it to a, a marriage thing. I don't think that's necessarily true. I think they're just very different players, but they complemented each other in a way that allowed them to yield wins. And it's not Russell Westbrook's fault that Kevin Durant is so passive. Okay? Those are the things that really upset me about Sam Presti. Flip side, Pat Riley, after uh, Dwayne Wade just left yesterday, mm-hmm. Pat Riley is an old school guy. Oh, yeah. I, I, he was my coach. He played, yeah, before he came back and kicked Stan Van Gundy out the damn chair and won a championship. Right. Yeah. So this was him coming off the Knicks, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So Pat Riley's been a winner forever. He played with Adolph Rupp in Kentucky. Although they lost to Texas Southern in 66 or 65, whenever that was, when they started the first all-African-American starting lineup. Yeah, that's right. Went to the Lakers, won a championship, albeit he wasn't the greatest player, uh, professional player. Went to the Lakers, was given the team of a lifetime. You know, they won a championship with uh, Westhead, drafted James Worthy the next year because they, they got him on, on a coin flip from the Clippers, got the number one overall pick after, through a trade, and then here's your team for the rest. You bring in Kareem, and then you're good. He won championships there. He goes to the Knicks. They get close, 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 close. Then he goes to Miami, wins three as a GM or as a or right. president or as a coach, okay? Right. He, when Dwayne Wade leaves, it's like blah, blah, blah. Oh, I'm so upset. I'm so upset. I loved Dwayne Wade. L-O-V-E-D, past sense. So he's done is what you're saying. He uh, said loved? We're, gonna, there, we're not going to change it around? This is old school style yeah. in a new school world. Mm. We'll come right back. Mm. Matt Fish, Alex Clancy in studio. Rebound Radio. We'll be back in 90 seconds. 
follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Looking for the best show about horse racing and handicapping? Want to play the ponies? <laughs> Join us every week for Winning Ponies with John Engelhart, racing's regular guy, where you'll go inside and behind the scenes with the top jockeys, trainers, agents, and handicappers in the world of horse racing. This show is the perfect complement to the Winning Ponies handicapping website. Listen for top plays for the weekend and the spot play of the week and win prizes just for calling in. Winning Ponies with John Engelhart is live Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific time 3 p.m. Eastern time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You're listening to Rebound Radio with Matt Fish. Call into the show today at 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. You can also drop an email to mattfish at reboundradio.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Matt Fish, Alex Clancy in studio, Rebound Radio. Follow him at Rebound Talk on Twitter. Follow me at Clancy's Corner. We've been talking all things NBRPA, July 17th through 19th, the NBA Legends Conference in Vegas, Mandalay Bay. Um, I always want to say Aquarium after I say Mandalay Bay. I'm not sure as to why. Um, a lot of great stuff going on out there. Uh, financial literacy, um, heart screenings, marriage counseling, getting into broadcasting. So many great things. Uh, Spencer Haywood. A uh, documentary mm-hmm. is that right? Well, they have a new film coming out. It's called it's Full uh, f- uh, Full Court Press, I think, or Full Court. <laughs> now, Full Court. It's called Full Court. The Spencer Haywood story, and he and it should be very interesting. You know, Spencer himself has great big huge hands, but he has an extra uh, knuckle on his hands. He, he, it's crazy. An extra. Did he get tested for PEDs? <laughs> an extra <laughs> knuckle on his hands. So I don't know how that helped the game, but I'm certainly thinking it can't hurt the game at all. So that'll be interesting to see Spencer in that movie that they put together. Uh, it'll just be a variety of fun things to do while we're up there. I mean, you're in Vegas, so how can you go wrong? But besides that, we have the uh, summer league up there as well, and we're going to get over there and make sure that that'll we be fun. Uh, see all the young uh, cats still playing the game, uh, how they do it, getting it up and down the court. Uh, so that'll certainly add to the interest and uh, excitement while we're there in the in, in Vegas. So we're talking um, conflicting thoughts on exit statements with regards to players leaving and their GMs that are talking about them. Uh, Sam Presti was very benign in his statement. Oh, thank you so much, Kevin, for everything you've done. I'm sad. And then Pat Riley's like, peace out. <laughs> I win again. Well, okay. as, a, as a coach. I win. That, he did. He won. <laughs> he won this battle. Dwayne Wade did this just to spite Miami. He took $7 million extra dollars over what 
over uh, to join to go to Chicago. Oh, to go home. That's so sweet. That's BS. Mm. He's like, you know what? I run this city. You don't tell me what to do. And he found out he was wrong. All of the people in, in, the, in the double Windsor ties and suits run that, not the players. And that's the way a franchise should be run, in essence. It's not the way it's run ever anymore. But Pat Riley's like, listen, you, do you want our terms or not? Because if you don't want our terms, I'm not changing. Get the hell out. And he wins. Yeah. Pat Riley always wins. Well, he's such a psychological advantage. Uh, he has that advantage. You know, he even speaks on it. He's a professional speaker. Mm, on, I believe on that. it. Probably 100K and, a speech. I, I'll give you an example. You know, when we're doing free throws, he was just talking about how to, to envision making it. I mean, you can shoot as many as you want, but if you don't see yourself making it. So he had us going out there and making sure that we just close our eyes at the free throw line and make sure you saw yourself before you did shoot it. So he had a million different ways to get us motivated for Mm -hmm. games. Um, But I think the way he left Dwayne Wade, like, peace out, was another psychological win for him and definitely uh, sounds like something Pat would do. $40,000 for a speech. Is that what he is? Forty thousand and one dollar. I don't know what that one dollar fee is. Is that for a coffee? Does he have a specific uh, Starbucks drink? That forty thousand and one dollar. If you want Pat Riley to be a keynote speaker at your set event, now I'm going to throw up. That makes that pisses me off more than the fifty million or thirty million dollars a year for five years that Mike Conley got. So it's just interesting. Just tying a bow on this is it's interesting that some one franchise still runs it old school way that you know what you're an employee and if you don't like your contract terms you're free to seek employment elsewhere well he was a very fair coach i tell you he made you want to work hard for him um, and when you're done working, he would treat you like gold. You'd be a king. Mm-hmm. I mean, take care of you like you should. If you put your work in, and, and there was no other choice, you put your work in. Sure. You know, when you were done putting your work in, then, you know, it, you just had a fantastic time knowing that you'd be taken care of. He no doubt would take care of you. I'll give you an example. Please. We're, we're flying from the East Coast to the West Coast, and we're getting ready to play a game on the West Coast. So we just get done losing a game where we shouldn't have lost. Mm-hmm. And we're all rolling our eyes going, oh, boy, here we go. You know, it's going to be another tough day at practice, and, and we're going to get an ear full of, of, of this next uh, game before the game. Watch this. We're going to get run hard in practice. And we just know all this stuff because we've experienced it all year long. We're flying over Vegas, and everyone's like, that's the strip down there. Well, he circles the plane around, lands the plane, hands everyone $1,000 walking off the plane, said, have fun, see, be back here in the morning. So that's an example of wow. like, wow, what a team building opportunity. <laughs> you know, and I'm sure many of the players went out and, and, and gambled with that thousand dollars, you know, and I quickly put it in my pocket and said, Thank you very much. I think I already won that. Yeah. So uh, and here I'll give you one more example. Please, that, that come on, did. we got time. <laughs> well, this is Pat, and this is Pat trying to play that psychological game. We lose a game against Charlotte Hornets, and we knew we weren't supposed to lose that game. So, you know, we're all taped and ready to go to practice the next day. And um, we know we're going to get ran, ran hard. We know we're in for it because we just know. And so we're on our way. We're rolling along, and here we are. We're just – it's quiet. It's real quiet in the, in the coach bus. You know, we're just riding along knowing here comes the gym. And next thing you know, we take a quick ride into this little mall area, and we pull all the way back into this uh, theater, and there is a complete theater that's been totally rented out for us and us only – 
Donnie Brasco. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's a Pat Riley thing, too. So we've got Donnie Brasco and table full of candy and soda and popcorn, if you want it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, 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 I, and I wanted it, right? <laughs> so, so, so I'm grabbing everything I need, and I get up there, and we just you know take five or six chairs to ourselves and lay way back, and we start passing around the tape cutter. That's so awesome. And the tape cutter, I'm like, give me that tape cutter. Can't wait to get the tape off my ankles because I know you know we're going to watch a movie instead of practice. That's awesome. We won the next game. Yeah. So there's, it's just, it's amazing how you have these little things that they do. That it's just a team building, you know, outside the game itself. And so that's how I will always remember watching one, a really good movie, Donnie Brown. Yeah, <laughs> and I, and, and I feel like I know the answer to this question. He didn't favor anybody, right? Oh no, no. Because he coached, he's coached the greatest mm-hmm. of all time. He did, and, and while I was there, it was, uh, whose team is this? Is this uh, Alonzo Mornings or is it uh, Tim Hardaway's? Mm-hmm. So when I was there, it was like, who, whose team is it? Mm-hmm. Well, Alonzo happened to be injured at the time, so kind of turned more and more Tim Hardaway's team, but it had nothing to do with what Pat said or did or said or did or anything that he did. It was just kind of what was going on with the media, what was going on you know, with the players. But even, even at that, it wasn't addressed. You know, It was just we're going out here and we're preparing the way we know how to prepare like he did every single time. He'd pull out of his back pocket. At this folded in half blue card, he'd open it up, and from 201 to 203, we're going to do this drill. And if we do it right, we're going to do this drill. If we do it wrong, we're going to do this drill. Wow. You know, so it was really amazing how how he coached. He's one of my favorite coaches ever. That's awesome. Now back to and thank you for liking him because that makes my point that much better because <laughs> we have a show together. He's old school. He is and. I'm sure a lot of people in Miami will not like his choice. And if you're – okay, so the two main things that have happened here is Dwayne Wade goes to Chicago, two-year 47-and-a-half. Uh, Kevin Durant goes uh, two-year 50-whatever to uh, – 54-5. Yeah, 54-5 to, um, to Golden State, okay? Mm-hmm. If I were a fan of Miami or Oklahoma City – who would you be more upset with? And I know that this is kind of, it's kind of a convoluted question because Kevin Durant is seven years younger than Dwayne Wade, and and but counteracting that, Dwayne Wade gave Miami everything that they've had. He gave them everything. So who would you be more upset with, and why? Oklahoma City. And why? But just really. He, he, they've gone so far. They, they've shown that they wanted to build the program mm-hmm. around him. Uh, I love your point where you say he kind of got from Se- Seattle, you know, all the way down, and now you're stuck in Oklahoma City. And it kind of was that way, you know. But they rallied around him, and, and he rallied around them, and, and, and it just seems like they worked together, and they came to this point where they were going to be successful. Um, they were successful, uh, but where is success? You know, everyone wants to win it, but there's only one trophy. You know, so what success, what isn't success? I think they felt like, hell, we've seen so much success up to this point. Why don't we just go ahead and continue what we're doing? You know, we got to make sure Kevin Durant's happy and, you know, make sure these two continue to play like they're capable of playing and we'll be successful again. And then off he goes. So to me, that would be a little upsetting to Oklahoma City and a little upsetting to me to see somebody run away. Uh, make some money, yes, and probably get a ring, probably, you know. But and I get it. I understand your time is so short. Um, but I would think that Oklahoma City would be more upset with their loss than you know than they are in Miami. Yeah, and that's, I mean, that's the obvious. And, and I and I agree with yeah. you. Um, I just think that 
Kevin Durant will be remembered more positively in Oklahoma City at some point 20 years from now, when he goes potentially, back <laughs> than Dwayne Wade does right now yeah. in Miami. Because well, Dwayne Wade gave the middle finger. Well, Dwayne Wade has championships. I understand. So Kevin that, that gives him the, the clout to do whatever he wants to do. It gives him more clout. And that, and that, and that makes sense. It gives him more clout. Okay. But this is about ego. I was talking to my dad about this a couple days ago, and I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, so Florida has no state tax. Okay. So if you want to take 50 from Denver for two years, and they're offering you 40 in Miami, it's pretty much a wash with state tax. Okay. Not it's quite, not. It's not but, quite. Yes. But you're going to get Ish. a couple million back without having to pay state tax. So really, it's even a smaller window, a la the window from, that he took from Chicago. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the window that he would have got the $3 million kickback because there's no state tax in, in Florida. So this is really, he's right, and my dad's like, it's ego. It's ego. I, I run this, you don't. This is my city, not yours. And that's a common misconception we deal with now with, port, with sports players, is that they think, unless you're LeBron, who really has the, the business aptitude with no classes taken, I'm sure he's read, so he's got some time, you know, to read whatever he wants to read in an effort to run that franchise like he is now. That's not, that's a learned craft. Mm-hmm. You know, that's learned from other people's mistakes. Dwayne Wade took a, a situation where he had a chance to be, what, the two or three seed in Miami to not making the playoffs in Chicago, possibly. So he made a conscious decision, I'm going to take the money, I'm going to go back home and screw you guys. You never paid me more than anybody else on the team. He's never been the, the top rated, the top played, uh, top paid, paid player on the team. Now he is in Chicago. Right. But now what? Now we're going to see Dwayne Wade just play for two more years and then, or maybe one year and then go play in Cleveland next year. Maybe this is like the, the stopping point. This is the layover in an effort to get to Cleveland because he has a player option. Right. And the money's going up next year and they couldn't offer him money this year. So, I mean, that's my, that's my hypothesis now, is that he went to Chicago because they could offer him the most money this year. He wouldn't piss off Miami by, by leaving after one year, and he wouldn't have to play in frickin' Denver <laughs> and deal with that. So we can at least go home for a year and then go to Cleveland. I never saw him in Denver, but I do think that— Or Milwaukee, for that matter. Yeah, well, I never saw him there either. So I, I really—landing with the Bulls makes sense to me with Dwayne Wade. Uh, they paid him a heck of a lot of money. Two years, $47.5 million for just two years. That's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, he will—is he the highest-paid player on the Bulls at that? Yes. Yeah, so then he's their franchise player. Um, and, and, you know, a franchise guy you're, you're only going to put two years into, it's really tough to say franchise and have him a short-term player. I would think franchise would be more like a five-year type thing. Mm-hmm. But I know where he is in his career, and I think it's interesting w- what will happen after this first year and what, how will he fit in with the Bulls. And, you know, I don't know. I think that the jury's out. Uh, I don't think that the Bulls uh, are going to be that much better with Dwayne. Uh, and I do think that being in the playoffs is in question. We will find out very early. We'll find out, well, let's say, I'll give him to the All-Star break. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. we got two minutes left. If after the All-Star break, Dwayne Wade plays 10 games, 12 games, something like that, he's going to Cleveland. We're going to find out very, very soon what Dwayne Wade's endgame is and ulterior motives are, if any. I'm not saying this is going to happen. But I'm saying if he chooses or if he gets hurt 
and Fred Hoiberg, he will walk all over. If he doesn't play half the games after the All-Star break, he may as well have a Cleveland tattoo on his forehead. Yeah, he is the mayor, but I got a feeling that Dwayne will. I just laugh at it. It's, it's, it's too bad that it's, that's the way it is, but I think Dwayne Wade will kind of walk all over the mayor. Hoiberg, that's just that's the way it is. Yeah, I but. know. It's, he got a bad – here's the thing. The difference between him and, uh, and uh, Brad Stevens is Brad Stevens had a crap team that he went to. Okay, number one. A, city, a team that hasn't performed since 2008. Okay? Mm-hmm. That wasn't, hadn't made it to a final in 2009, whatever, whenever the last of the Lakers last. 2010. They have a future, Boston. They have draft picks galore, as they had mm-hmm. six this year. Chicago hasn't had anything good happen in that city, aside from the Blackhawks, that doesn't count, right. in 20 years. Or 18 years, since 98, since Jordan won his last one. Well, okay, they haven't had anything, and they have a team that got so close. They got the number one overall seed with the youngest MVP ever, who can't, who has glass jars for knees. So he was set up to fail, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And they got rid of the coach that everybody in Chicago loved, except for the front office. Yeah, go. <laughs> I'm just. You're right. Uh, I don't know, you know, I'll tell you this much, and let me just touch on one thing. I spent six months in Chicago last, you know, recently, Mm -hmm. and while I was there, they did win that championship with the hockey. They believe it counts. (laughs) They believe it counts. On that note, I'm I'm going to cut you off. Uh, We got to get out of here. Matt Fish, Alex Clancy in studio. Rebound Radio, we will be here next week, 3 p.m. Yep. Pacific, 6 p.m. 6 p.m. Eastern. We'll have more to talk about with the NBRPA and the uh, event July 17th through 19th in Mandalay Bay. Yep. Matt Fish, Alex Clancy in studio. We will see you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in to Rebound Radio. Please join Matt Fish next Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. We'll profile another legend of basketball. Have a great week.